Hey, what's up? This is Christopher Stolle of Realm of the Mist Entertainment. The podcast you are listening to is part of the SJ Network. Go to s-j-network.com. That's s-j-network.com for more great podcasts and information on those shows, as well as information and an ability to contact publicist Steve Joyner for more information. Just go to the website and check out the family, ladies and gentlemen. Until then, enjoy the show. Hi, this is Eddie Deason. You're listening to Breaking the Fourth Wall. I was Mandark in Dexter's Laboratory. Ha 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 ha. Hey, what's up, guys? Christopher Stolle back for another Breaking the Fourth Wall interview. And, guys, I'm excited for this one because it's not very often I get to cross some borders. Sometimes I'll go to Canada. Sometimes I'll talk to somebody in Mexico, being in the United States. But it's very, very rare that I get the opportunity to sit down and broadcast from across the pond. And I'm doing that right now with my friend in, in uh, the the. Great Britain's, the United Kingdom, mm-hmm. England, London, what, all the different places. With look, just go watch Peter Pan. You'll you'll understand. Um, <laughs> guys, my my pleasure to bring up the ninja himself, the host of the Success Breed Success podcast, Mister John Molyneux. Did I say that right, Molyneux? You, you did. Well done. You get fifty points for that one. Yay! <laughs> How you doing today? Tonight. I'm very well. Thanks for asking. Yeah, it's actually early evening here, so it's just gone five past seven. But yeah, I'm all good. Thanks. It's been a good day. Nice. nice. So um, as I understand, I, I have not had an opportunity to really look up a whole lot about you. But from from the uh, thing that you told me here that you are you, you started really in the uh, idea of podcasting. It, it kind of stemmed from sales, your sales job, your, your normal nine to five, I guess you would call it, which kind of stemmed from martial arts training is that correct how does that all work together it, it does sound a little bit bizarre bizarre when you put it that way but yeah it, they were all kind of tied together and what it was I, I, many years ago i spent a few years in the military and then i left and i was kind of doing what a lot of ex-military personnel do like security work and driving work and it was monotonous and i didn't really don't get me wrong, some of it was all right. I quite enjoyed working on the festivals and stuff and the security, but it didn't feel like it was something that I wanted to do for a career. Right. Uh, so I eventually kind of, I did a bit of traveling and, and didn't really know what to do. A lot of military find that as well and like end up homeless and all sorts of stuff. So it's quite a, a difficult transition back to normality, if you want to put it that way. Right. Uh, what I decided to do was... Uh, I, I, I figured that I liked martial arts. I, a lot of military do that as well because it's a bit of discipline and, and you still keep fit and that kind of thing. So there was a lot of things appealing about martial arts. And I, I actually discovered a, a group or a club that, that would actually teach me the skills, uh, the martial arts, uh, should we say, skills, um, but and teach me to be an instructor, but I didn't have to pay for the training either. Oh, nice. so, yeah, what it was, it, it was, I had to 
do door knocking. So basically door to door sales. So okay. it was kind of tied in together. So I, I was learning the martial arts skills, but I was also learning the sales skills at the same time. So they the reason- were not to interrupt you, but uh, so I understand it. So the listeners understand uh, they, you, you, you went to a, a karate school, a martial arts school. And the way you paid for it was they had you go door to door and kind of what promote this school. Yeah, well, the, the, idea, idea, the idea was to become an instructor for this club and teach classes for this club. Okay. So my, I made my income uh, by signing people up for the classes. The, the only, well, the issue that I had pretty much all the way through it was the, the lack of money that was made from it. Because you can probably imagine how difficult it is to, to knock on doors and sign people up for karate classes. It's, it's, not, it's not easy. But I was relatively good at it because I've got sort of camaraderie and I've got a bit of banter about me and I, I can warm to people pretty quickly and, and that just sharpened them skills so I can I can pretty much uh, sell pretty well if, if you want to put it that way okay. but the, the thing is you didn't get much from each sale every time I signed somebody up it was like 25 quid or 25 pounds we call it here so probably about not, yeah, probably about $30 or something like that. Not, not a lot of money at all, basically. Right. So I, I, it, was a, it was a real struggle. But the thing that kept me going is I wanted that black belt and I, I have tenacity. And I got that tenacity from the military. It was this kind of keep going at things and never give up. If you've if you got that bee in your bonnet and you want to do something, you just keep going. So it was a, it was a real struggle financially. Uh, my missus and put up with it, which bless her. She, she got really hacked off with it. But... I, I was determined to get that black belt because I thought, well, I'm not getting to purple belt, brown belt, and then throw it in the towel now because I've not achieved what I wanted to do. Yeah, I'm, I'm nearly there now. The, the, sort of, the, the goal is in sight. I just need to keep pushing through. But like I say, it, it's that kind of yin-yang because even though I wasn't making any money at the time, the skills I was developing at the time and the people skills and the, the martial arts skills, they all cross over and they've kind of set me up for my, where I am now and the career that I'm in now. And then uh, exactly if, if you want to talk about it, I, I normally don't out people's normal nine to fives, but uh, my own, I'm a fence installer. But I mean, you know, um, what, 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 uh, what career did you wind up finding from after, after achieving black belt and, and, and gaining these skills through the martial arts? Well, it's a good question, actually. And I kind of fell back out of sales and then came back into it again. Because <laughs> when, I, when I stopped the career, I thought, right, I'm just going to have to get a normal job. And I, and I did. And I went back on like agency work. So I was registered with an agency. I started doing laboring again on a labor day. I started right. doing laboring again on building sites, construction sites. But quickly realized that I'm, I'm thinking, my body doesn't like this. I'm, I'm 40. I've just turned 40. And my back, my back went out. I did it for about 12 months. And my back gave way at least twice. And I thought, no way. I'm not, I'm not doing this for the next 10 or 15 years. The money's shit as well. Pardon me, French. The money's not That's great. Right. Uh, I mean, so now what I'm doing is I'm selling on the phones. I sell Amazon courses for 4K. Okay. And I can make more in a day no then i was doing it in months of, of of construction work well see so, that's, that's interesting that now you're doing that and and it's it, it's phone sales it's phone work through sale or sales work through phones uh yeah. has, has that helped you out a lot during this covid crisis like were you able to work from home and, and all or Un- unbelievably because i didn't dive straight into phone sales i when I when I got fed up with the construction, I went back to selling windows and doors, uh, which was cold calling again. But because I, I just thought, well, let's sharpen my sharpen my sales skills up again and get door knocking. Because 
not everybody can do door knocking door to door. It's quite, you have to have a certain sort of personality to be able to do it. Uh, uh, like the, uh, a lifespan for a door knocker could be six months. That, that's considered quite a long time, whereas I did it for like five years. So when you want to fine tune your sales skills, I'd, I'd recommend if anybody wants to fine tune sales skills and they want to get into the sales industry, do some door knocking or do some cold calling on the telephones. That is how you're going to get some serious sales skills. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <thanks again. laughs> yeah, so what, what I did is I jumped back on the doors and then COVID hit in. And then it's like, you're not doing that anymore. You, well, you know what I mean? I, I got to the stage where I'm knocking on these doors and I'm like, are you serious? There's all this pandemic going on. There's me still trying to sell windows or something. So <laughs> that, that obviously came to a, a grinding halt. But in a way, it was kind of my blessing because now I, I just work from home and I just do uh, phones. So, right. yeah. That, that seems like a lot easier. Now, with, with all this said, now, now we're going to get back to the entertainment side of it. How did you transition all of this into deciding, you know what, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to, I'm going to talk about it. And, and, and uh, I'm assuming just from the title alone, Success Breeds Success, is obviously this is kind of an entrepreneurship podcast. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming like you're using your experiences and, and benefits from martial arts and from your sales grind that you've done and, and everything else to, 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 to look at your own personal success and share it to people in a podcast. But not only that, not only use the podcast for that, but also bring up, I, I'm assuming guests that probably have similar stories or, or success stories. Absolutely. Am I correct in that? You're, you're pretty much bang on, yeah. About 12 or 18 months ago, I was, I was building my uh, sort of, uh, should we say, visibility on, on uh, face, not Facebook, uh, LinkedIn and social media. Okay. Especially LinkedIn. I, fo I focused mainly on LinkedIn because I know it's quite a professional platform and lots of business types go on there. So I was, I was thinking it was a good place to build a network. And I've got around 7,000 followers on there now. But the idea was to make content and I started creating content, video content, because that, that was having a real sort of boost and getting a lot, lot of following at the time. And it, I think it still is. It's got, it's got a lot of momentum is actually creating video content for LinkedIn. So okay. that's what I started off doing is, is just putting sales tips out and just video recording myself and, and get, getting used to it. Because I'm a believer that if you are uncomfortable with something, the best way to get better is just to start doing it. So that's what I was doing. I wasn't, I wasn't comfortable with listening to my own voice. I wasn't comfortable with recording myself and, and doing that. So I just started doing it. All right. <laughs> and then you get comfortable with it. It's, it's kind of that transition, isn't it? So that's what I started doing. And then I realized quickly that my sales experience and this video content and, and it would work well with, with an actual podcast. And I, and I thought, I'd love to start interviewing people that are having some success. And I started reaching out to people on LinkedIn and stuff like that. I'd love to speak to these people and get some golden nuggets for people that are either coaches or entrepreneurs or business owners that are having these struggles or whatever, whatever the, this industry that they're in and they're having problems and speak to these people that have, that have had some success and just get some, some golden nuggets from them and some tips and advice and guidance. And that's what the idea of the, the show is. I do put my own twist on it. I do do my own little snippets and short episodes of my own, just little sales tips here and there but right. yeah the, the main sort of focus of the podcast is speaking to the greats and getting their knowledge Whoa. 
Hey, this is Don Smith from the Life Radio Show. If you've always wanted to learn more about the world of low-budget filmmaking and even lower-budget comedy, tune into the Life Radio Show. You can live stream the show at www.su1069.org on Tuesdays from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern. Or find us wherever you find podcasts and like and follow the Life Radio Show on Facebook for live video and other shenanigans. So is is uh, with, with the with the success uh, with with the success breeds success podcast. Is it yeah. is it always about uh, uh, entrepreneurship? Always about like uh, uh, instructional for for lack of a better term? Or do you wind up uh, with people and just talking about like their their own journeys? Uh, yeah, good question. It's kind of a, of a mixture. Uh, the, the 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 theme is. Uh, success isn't it so I tend to find people it doesn't matter what I, I tend to I do different themes so this next theme is going to be, well the theme at the moment is oh what, what are we on now oh so I did I did business tycoons and I've done um I did, I did podcast wizards was a month at the moment we're doing uh, film so actors this month Month. and the next month I'm going to be doing sports entrepreneurs and then I'm going to do spirituality mindset and meditation and so each month is a different thing and I also put here and there with just sort of random stuff and I also do my own sort of little short ones as well but yeah there tends to be a theme and I speak to people and sometimes it's a bit of a life story but most of the time it's it's a bit about them as a person and the struggles they've had and that kind of thing but they, they're giving us the, the juicy meaty bits as well I would imagine in a, in a in a podcast like that, I, I imagine a lot of uh, a lot of what people would gravitate towards, and maybe it's just me, you know, and um, maybe I'm projecting myself into into this. But I would imagine you gravitate in a lot of people's stories more on how many times they fell or or failed, oh, of course. or yeah. or you know stumbled before they finally reached that 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 level of success they were looking for, and really you know emphasizing on the fact that it's more about the journey than the end. Would, would that be correct? A hundred percent. I mean, I'm still yet to speak to an entrepreneur or a business owner or a coach even, or a speaker that's had, had a doddle, a, a smooth run. Do you know what I mean, they've, they've walked into it. You're very lucky if you, if you do that and you make it, uh, so we say make it successful without any kind of trials and tribulations. Cause the thing is that, success is is a, a series of failures isn't it the fact that they've been successful means that they failed miserably at lots of different times uh they just, happen, they just happen to plug away at it and keep going the, the the thing that that comes up again and again and again is the people that don't make it are the ones that stop as right. long as you keep going and, and you keep pivoting and and changing directions instead of stopping and giving up and going back to what you were doing before as long as you keep pushing and pushing and learning and pivoting and changing direction you will make it eventually well that it, it raises another great question here uh to my mind anyway have you ever had a guest on where uh their story and 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 what they do and everything else obviously scream success but to them it's like no i'm not there yet oh uh Good question. I mean, yeah, you, you do get very humble people. Uh, and again, other people are kind of never satisfied of this. So even though you see them and they're like, wow, look at where they are, in their minds, they're still like, still looking up. So yeah, again, it depends on the personalities, but I've never really had anybody that's kind of 
that like that, if that if that makes sense. So everybody everybody that I've spoken to kind of has a has a, an awareness of, of where they are, kind of thing. Okay. Well, I, I definitely got to ask uh, ask you. You already mentioned LinkedIn. Where else can people? And and I'm assuming it's worldwide. It's not just you know in in the United Kingdom. It's not just in Europe. Your podcast can be found worldwide. Uh, I'm assuming audio and video form. And uh, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody where they can find it? Yeah, well, the, the, the show is available on most of the platforms. Um, the, the thing is, I've found a lot of momentum in, in the States. I think you guys have, have sort of, uh, should we say, accepted the beast of the podcast world quicker than other places. I'm not saying uh, UK haven't sort of jumped on board, but we, we are kind of behind a little bit, I'd say. You, you, kind, you guys have sort of took it on full, full board, haven't you? So I, I do kind of try and uh, reach your crowd a little bit, and uh, I've got... I'm on sort of like iHeart. We don't even have iHeart in the UK, but I'm on it. Wow. You can you can find me on iHeart. You can find me on Spotify. I'm on uh, iTunes. Um, I'm on. I actually put a few episodes on my YouTube channel as well, but it's not dedicated to strictly the show. I have a YouTube channel which is the Sales Samurai, and I do other bits of martial arts on there and, and sales tips and stuff like that. Oh, nice. That's still. That's still kind of in the, the baby stages and I, I, I just need to find the time to do more demonstrations. The COVID hasn't helped because a lot of martial arts demonstrations, you require a, a, a partner with certain things like locks and holds and stuff like that. So, it's going to be a lot closer uh, than six feet, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So that's kind of put a spanner in the works with that. But that's, that's uh, like a, a baby that I do have. And I put occasional episodes on there, but not everything, just ones that are kind of linked to martial arts because I... I interviewed Sean Kernan. He was the, the bad guy out of Karate Kid 3. Right. He was the, the villain in Karate Kid 3. So I thought, well, that's perfect for the, the Sales Samurai uh, YouTube channel. So that, that episode is on there and a couple of others that are kind of fight related, if that makes sense. But <laughs> I, don't, I don't put every episode of the Success Beat Success Show on that channel because they don't work together. All right. Well, you know, you know, because I, it's very rarely I get to talk to somebody who's actually a martial artist, whether it's karate, taekwondo, which I took as a kid, yeah. um, you know, or, or keto or, or whatever, whatever form of uh, martial arts there is out there. I've got to ask it. Who, who would really win in a fight? Bruce Lee or Chuck Norris? Oh, wow. That's such a good question because they were they were so different, weren't they? And, and Chuck had the, had the kind of brute strength about him, didn't he? And the, and the size, because obviously Bruce is a he's a phenomenal fighter, but he didn't have that same kind of like Western bulk about him. And, and so I think that if if it was down to sort of speed and techniques and style, then Bruce would be all over. But if it, if Chuck manages to grab hold of Bruce and hit him, then Bruce is going to know about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's a difficult one. I reckon if he went on speed and, and sort of skill, Bruce, but if he went on sheer power and strength and like uh, getting hold of him, then it would sway in Chuck's direction. So I guess it would depend on the day. That, that's funny. I'm, I'm an ex-professional wrestler and uh, I, was a, I, I was a cruiserweight. I was a small guy in the business. And uh, yeah. I used to, that, that was my same explanation to people for, for my existence and cruiserweight's existence in, in pro wrestling. I said, anybody could beat anybody on any given day. I said a cruiserweight's uh, skill and speed is the fact that he can get in and out, do damage in and out, and not be grabbed. I said when a when a cruiserweight gets his butt kicked by a heavyweight or or a full size professional wrestler, is because we got into their line of grasp and they got a hold of us. 
as I'm long sorry. as we can move, we had a chance. Once they had us, that, that was done. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, I remember, you just made me think of something that happened many years ago. I was in the military doing boxing training at the time. And we were just training and I, I was sparring with a, he was a, an, a South African bloke. But he was like, I was sort of, say, 80 kilograms or whatever it was at the time, 85 kilograms. But he was a heavyweight. So he was probably like 115 kilograms, 120 kilograms. And I was a lot faster than him. And I was jabbing him and I was moving, ducking and weaving. And, and I was getting lots of strikes in on him. But he hit me with one. That's all it took. I got <laughs> caught with this one in my eye and I was, I was done. My eye was out here and boom. So that's, that's the difference that I'm trying, trying to explain. Yep. Oh, it is. It is. I used, I used to say that all the time because I was, I was a cruiserweight that always took on heavyweights. And, yeah. and that was always the practice. I'd take on somebody like uh, uh, Chan Moody in, in Rocky Mountain Championship Wrestling in Colorado. Yeah. And Chan was like six foot seven, 245, 250. And yeah. here I am, you know, five foot 11, six foot, depending on which convenience store I'm leaving, yeah. you know, 165 pounds soaking wet, you know. Yeah. And I, as long as I'm making him chase me, you know, quick strikes in and out and everything else. I'm controlling the tempo of the match. I'm tiring him out. I've got a shot. But as soon as Chan grips me, it was like one or two moves and it's just done. You know, once he got his hands on me, it was literally like a power slam followed by a power bomb. And yeah, I'm, I'm counting, I'm counting the little birdies above my head at that point. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So I definitely get where you're coming from. It's sometimes, sometimes the big guys can just take you out in one hit, but there's always – I guess it kind of fits for the success story is that there's always a fighting chance as long as you keep moving. Absolutely, yeah. Keep on your toes. Don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> Same with business, though. This is why I always, always say the similarities with martial arts and sales or martial arts and business. Keep going. It's that same idea. And with, with martial arts, it was for me, it was about the discipline and the perseverance and that kind of thing. But that crosses over into business as well. So it's always a yin-yang and, and business and sales. That's why I love it because it, they, they tie together. Now, with COVID, with COVID being in, in play, this will probably be one of the final questions I ask here. With COVID being in play, obviously, you can't do it at the exact moment. But uh, are you still instructing in, 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 the, in the arts while doing the sales and the podcast? Are you, are you still uh, teaching classes? No, I haven't been teaching for some time now. That, that was kind of when, when the karate days kind of ended. I, I've not gone back into teaching at all, but I still do my own thing. I still do stuff at home. I've got nunchucks and I've got sticks and all that kind of stuff. I've got blades and what have you. So I still do my own kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, I don't think I'll ever stop. But um, as far as teaching goes, it's something that I consider doing again, maybe in the future. But it, it's about, it, it's, it's the hassle of sort of, finding a class and, and, and building it up and that kind of stuff. It, it's a lot of the time it's just easy to just do your own stuff really. Right. <laughs> hey, who, know, who knows, man? Uh, maybe, maybe doing a, a YouTube cl- uh, class every day of like doing the individual martial arts. That may be something, especially now during this crisis, that would be, that would be beneficial to people that like that. I want to work out and train, but I can't go to the dojo. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you'd be surprised. A lot, a lot of the, the sort of, because I'm connected with a lot of uh, martial artists on social media, and that's what a lot of them are doing now. They're doing sort of Zoom meetings where they're doing classes and stuff like that, offering online, but it, it doesn't have the same feel to it. There's not, you can't do judo online, can you? Or you're not going to be able to throw anybody around, you? unless you want to throw your tablet around and stuff. But yeah, it's, it doesn't work the same. It's yeah. It's got to be sort of, that, that, martial arts has to be man on man or, or woman on woman or what it's got to be human contact doesn't it so it doesn't work the same 
I, I imagine, I imagine swinging. Or even woman on, woman on man, whatever, <laughs> it all works, doesn't it? But yeah, it has True. to be out the human contact there, doesn't it, for it to work. I imagine swinging around nunchucks around your computer or laptop. It has the same effect of uh, the Nintendo Wii remote when it first came out and people's flat screens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do go outside for the nunchucks. I don't, I don't do it indoors, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think my, my other half would be too happy if I started smashing all the vases and stuff like that. But. That's true. <laughs> well, John, this has been an absolute blast. Uh, real quick, why don't you go ahead and let everybody know where they can get in contact with you in case they have a question that that that, that the listeners want to hear that I didn't ask or whatever, like you know, an email or social medias that they could find you. Yeah, well, I mean, I am sort of available on all platforms, just John Molyneux, so that's M-O-L-Y-N-E-U-X. So I'm on Facebook, I'm on LinkedIn. The, my LinkedIn profile will say uh, Sales Samurai Podcast Host. Um, but yeah, if you want to email me, it's jm80consulting at gmail.com. Uh, or just check out the podcast. Like I say, it's available on most platforms, the, the Success Breed Success Show. So you can find it on Apple, Spotify. It's on, uh, what was the other one we mentioned? iHeart. So yeah, it's on, it's on most of the, most of the uh, platforms that are available. Excellent. And guys, you could always find Realm of the Mist Entertainment uh, interviews as well as our weekly podcast show, which releases every Tuesday right here on YouTube. Make sure you hit the thumbs up button, like, share, comment, subscribe. Check out all the other great uh, podcasts from Breaking the Fourth Wall. And of course, if you prefer your podcast in audio-only format, just like John, you can find us on all the major platforms. Just look up Realm of the Mist Entertainment on Anchor.fm, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, or wherever quality podcasts can be heard. Again, I want to thank John for coming on. I know it's a, I know it's a, uh, what did you, what did you call it? It was banking day for you and you're in the early evenings. It's time to spend time with the family, but I appreciate you putting some time in for me. No, it's not actually a holiday for us. Bank holidays. That is what we call it, but it's not a holiday at all today. So, <laughs> but either way for you folks here in the United States, have a happy and safe labor day. Kids go back to school tomorrow till then guys, I'll catch you on the next break in the fourth wall. Have a good night. Hey guys, it's Chris from Realm of the Mist Entertainment. If you enjoyed this video, please hit that thumbs up button. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Check out all the other great podcasts that can be found on Realm of the Mist Entertainment's YouTube channel or our sister channel, Sounds Dicey Gaming, for all your tabletop needs. And if you prefer your podcasts in audio-only format, check out Realm of the Mist Entertainment on Anchor.fm, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever quality podcasts can be heard. To our Patreon supporters, we thank you very, very much. And if you're interested in being a Patreon supporter, please go over to patreon.com slash realm of the mist and just a dollar a month gives you exclusive content and helps our channel out greatly. Guys, again, thank you very much for joining us and we will see you on the next episode. <laughs>